Hey, y'all. Hey, welcome to the Coffee and Collaborations podcast. We actually have a special guest today. Of course, I'm joined by my ho- with my co-host, Al Howard. So, Al, you want to go ahead and tell everybody good morning or good afternoon or whatever time you're watching. Greetings. <laughs> we'll just say greetings. Exactly. <laughs> Y'all, this is a crazy, crazy time. And so Coffee and Collaborations podcast is always aimed to be a support to each of you. We've always aimed to give out information and tips on how we can build relationships and create amazing collaborations. As a result, growing our businesses, because we started off as a podcast focusing on entrepreneurship, um, but we know that so many people need to understand the value of working together, collaboration, the value of putting aside our own agendas and like Al likes to call it, having a tribe mindset um, towards working together. And so that's what we're all about. Now we're going through COVID-19 and this is something we are all experiencing together. And so many changes have happened. North Carolina, had our wonderful governor, Roy Cooper, and we do love our governor. He's making some hard decisions. One of those being that we just found out that the schools will stay closed for in-session meeting. They'll remain virtual, but for some parents, especially moms, um, well, I'm going to say that because I'm a mom, <laughs> but most of the moms are handling this. For some, For many parents, that was a blow in the sense of we weren't prepared. I am a person who has said, and you guys may have heard me say this, that I want to homeschool. I am very interested in homeschooling. Um, I believe that it produces kids that are more advanced. Uh, you have a relationship like no other. All of the av- advantages of homeschooling. But I wasn't prepared from a timeline perspective. I needed probably about another three months. And so I know there are those of you who feel that same thing, but maybe you never wanted to homeschool. And so we've asked Laura Gathers to come on, and I'm going to have Al to introduce her, and then she can tell you a little bit about herself. She is the founder of Love Harder Marriage Coaching, and she also does nonprofit organization consulting. So for those of you who have a nonprofit that you want to open and you need some consulting, she would be a great resource. But she's also a homeschooling mom. So, Al, can you tell us your experience with your sister-in-law, Laura <laughs> Gathers, and then uh, she's going to introduce herself. Yeah, so like Kim said, she's a author, speaker, marriage coach, I'm also the owner of Love Harder Marriage Coaching, and she is my, my sister-in-law. And I have, me and my wife have personally, you know, been involved with her her marriage coaching events. Um, we have been to a, a, a few, and it has has been a blessing to our lives. She has been a blessing to our marriage, so mm-hmm. just in general. But we wanted to. We thought she was a great resource for this topic for for homeschooling because she's been homeschooling her two kids for since, since the beginning, mm-hmm. and the the way that she does it, it is a very collaborative uh, kind of community-based, uh, you know, effect. And we think that when when people think about homeschooling, they think about, uh, we were just talking about, it, they think about it of, it's just me. It's just me or my spouse, and we're going to have to do it all. But the way that 
that Laura kind of approaches it. And, uh, and the, the way that a lot of other homeschoolers approach it is really a community-based thing. And we thought she would be a great resource and help, you know, you know, release some of this anxiety that parents are having right now about schools being closed. So, uh, <laughs> so definitely want to introduce uh, Laura Gathers. Welcome, Laura. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Thank you. First and foremost, Kimberly and Al for inviting me on your show, Coffee and Collaborations. And thank you for wanting to shed homeschooling in a positive light because it has truly been something that has been nothing but a benefit for my family. Of course, there are days where you do want to put them on the yellow bus, but the majority (laughs) of the days you just love what you do. So thank you all. Awesome. You're welcome. Thank you for coming, especially if we called you in a hurry. And so (laughs) this was very last minute. And so we appreciate you for being so flexible. And we're just being honest. We thought that if we can get somebody on to help, help me, but help so many others, then it would be great. So thank you for that. My pleasure. So tell us a little bit about, so how old are your children now? My son is eight and my daughter is six. Okay. And he said you've been homeschooling since the beginning? I have. Tell when us my a daughter little... was born, I decided to keep them home. And then from there, we transitioned into homeschooling. And before that, you were a full career yes. working? Okay. Mm-hmm. And that, so that was a decision you and your husband made together that you would just stay home? Yes. It was more so me convincing him that we didn't <laughs> need to spend all that money in child care when if we could just <laughs> add a couple hundred, I could stay home. <laughs> well, you know, so I've always had a love for education. Um, when I was getting my master's degree, I actually worked in a preschool mm-hmm. so that it could fit my schedule. And I loved it. I'm still in touch with the majority of the kids. They are in their freshman year of college this year. So, wow. yeah, so I, I loved what I did. It's just that it wasn't paying the bills. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's, there is that fascination for many moms and, and parents as a whole, moms and dads for homeschooling, but we just all oftentimes feel that it's too much. You hear people say all the time. I know you have heard it too, Al. Like you hear people say all the time, uh, uh-uh, those kids have to go somewhere. Like I can't be responsible. <laughs> For that, or I, I don't even understand this new math or, you know, all these different things. And so can you share with us some insight as to like, first of all, that anxiety to help relieve some of that anxiety? And we could just start there. I think when we think of homeschooling, especially when it depends on the age of your child, yeah, you think about them being in school all day long. And whereas me, because I started when they were younger, it was something that we built on each year. So what you see today is not what I started out with. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times when you look at homeschoolers, you think, oh, they have to cover all those subjects all days. No, homeschooling is all about flexibility. It's all about knowing the best way that your child learns. It's all about being able to take everyday things and help them learn. One thing that I personally wanted my children to do was love to learn. Mm -hmm. I did not want them to feel like it was another chore, which is why I also do something that many people may not do. I homeschool all year round. Mm. We learn all year round because your brain doesn't have to stop working because it's summertime. Right. (laughs) I wanted them to have this natural inquisition about how does that operate? 
Mm -hmm. I wonder what type of bug that is. Like I wanted them to love learning and homeschooling provided me the opportunity to instill that value in them. Awesome. How long are your kids in school per day then? It varies, to be Mm -hmm. honest with you, which is another reason why I do it all year long. Mm -hmm. It depends on if they wake up. Like maybe a couple of months ago, my children woke up and they said, Mommy, we're having a rough morning. And I said, all right, you all go play. And then in the afternoon, we'll tackle some schoolwork. Mm -hmm. And then there are days where they wake up and they're like, let's get the ball rolling. But on an average, we start homeschooling from about 10.30 to 3.30. So that is our average day. And of course, we take a lunch break and then we have 10 to 15 minute breaks between each subject. Okay. And you guys were talking about that you run yours as like a collaboration. So are you working with other homeschooling organizations or meeting up with other homeschoolers? So we do. We are a part of a homeschool community called Classical Conversations. It's actually based out of North Carolina. And so we do our homeschool community once a week on Fridays. That is also where I am able to be what we call a tutor. You all would call it a teacher, mm-hmm. but the parent in homeschooling is the teacher. And so I have kids that come in my classroom and I get to um, teach them. And then I give their parents tools to go home that week and teach that same information in depth. Mm-hmm. So we definitely love our homeschooling community and life just wouldn't be the same without it. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. Um, those collaboratives. I've uh, heard about those recently when I was, you know, researching myself for me and uh, my situation. And I actually had run into a few people who were homeschooling and a part of various communities. I thought that was so cool because, I mean, you don't know what you don't know. I didn't know. I thought when you homeschool, you, you know, it's a silo sort of experience. I knew that there were opportunities for socialization, but I didn't realize how much and so it's definitely been a learning experience and then hearing you talk about your experience um I personally it helps to relieve some of my I don't I won't say anxiety but concerns because I did think that it would need to be like an all day you know kind of thing okay you make it work for your kids and a part of the homeschool the uh, homeschool community we are a part of so I get to see it play all the way out because we actually have high schoolers. And so their days are different than ours. Mm-hmm. And you get to see your kids grow in that independence and taking responsibility for their education later on in life. So it really helps you see that if you plant the seeds while they're young, you mm-hmm. reap the harvest when they get older. Yeah. And so yeah. watching these kids really, because their parents have provided such a good foundation on how to learn, not what to learn. These kids can go and educate themselves on any topic that they want because they have the basic foundation on how to learn anything new. The process is the same. Yeah. No matter what you want to learn. And this is what our homeschool community, the classical conversations, that's what we focus on, teaching them how to learn, not what to learn. I like okay. that. Laura, can you can you address, like for some parents, um, you know, some parents might not be, they're still stressed out about homeschool and some parents are, you know, you have two parents and both of them have to work. Mm-hmm. Can you address a little bit about what is the difference between our current situation that a lot of parents are in that, you know, you're, you're not, you're not homeschooling your school, you're, you're, you know, you're just virtual or you're having to supplement a little bit versus what you're actually doing homeschool. And I think that, that that's what gets a lot of parents stress that they yeah. think this is 
going to be the long-term thing that I need to learn how to homeschool versus, you know, you're supplementing some type of education. First, I want to, first, I want to say this, parents, give yourself grace. You are in a situation that you probably could have never imagined. The difference between what I have to do and what you have to do is, yes, I am an entrepreneur, but my schedule, I wake up in the morning. I told you we don't start till 1030. So I wake up early in the morning, don't I, Al? (laughs) That's when I get my work done. That's when I do my exercise regimen. That's when I get the bulk of my entrepreneurship work done and then when I end my day that's when I might do a couple of more hours so I have I have no not no responsibility in the middle of the day whereas if you are having to transition from working in an office to home you still have meetings Mm -hmm. you still have responsibilities so you have to give yourself grace and you have to understand that what you're doing is educating your child at home you're already doing that anyway. Who taught them how to brush their teeth? Who taught them how to put their clothes on? I'm sure you've read books with them. So you're already doing what is needed for you to do in this season. But you're seeing it more so as I'm responsible for their education. <laughs> Trust me, the school will have a backup plan to make sure that your children are getting whatever they may miss during this season. I want to first suggest that you work on the type of child or the type of character you want your child to have. Mm -hmm. Focus on that. Focus on those things that the teachers necessarily can't focus on, but will be a benefit when they do go back to school. Yeah. I then also want to say, just take one or two things to do simply at home. Say, we're going to read a book and then you can go color a picture or draw a picture. Or if your child can write, write a couple of sentences about what we just read. Mm-hmm. Make some predictions about what's going to happen next and go from there. For math, print off a sheet or go to Dollar Tree. They have lots of books. Get something that's below their level to reinforce what they've already learned. See, you, what you don't have that we have, well, we don't have them this year, praise the Lord. I just saw the notification that we don't have to do testing, which is like a huge win. But I already bought the test, so <laughs> <laughs> we're probably still going to do testing. But you don't have to test your kids. You don't have to prove to the state that you educated your kid this year. So take the pressure off, relax, have fun learning with them, and enjoy this time. I also created this Facebook group called Learning Together with Laura Gathers. And on that Facebook group, there are tons of resources, tons of experts in the um, education field who have volunteered and shared some information on how to make your day fun and enjoyable for both you, the parent, and the child. So show yourself some grace and enjoy this time that you have your children at home. I feel better. Um, I mean, like for everybody else, like I'm just thinking, looking at your smile and hearing your advice. Um, but you talked about fun and I do want to ask a question about fun. What are some fun things that you all do? Because I know you have school, but then you also are a mom and a dad and you're transitioning from teacher, principal, counselor, all of that to just mom and dad who you want to have fun with. And so, what is that transition like and what fun things do you do is and it like after school or on the weekends or how's it's that hilarious because my kids call me teacher they call uh-huh. me lunch lady <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious they think i'm a short order cook for real uh-huh. but we they know what time of day that's another thing we have a routine mm-hmm. so we don't necessarily have a schedule because 
because like I said, it depends on the day, but we have a routine. They okay. know that we're going to do our Bible study lessons every, that's the beginning of the start of our homeschooling day. Mm-hmm. So they know that school has started once we pull out our Bibles and we start our lesson. And they know that school is ended when mommy says, okay, that's it for today. So we have a routine that they know these, this is when I have teacher. Mm-hmm. They know when we have lunch lady <laughs> and then they know yeah. when a day, the day has ended. And so for fun, I try to incorporate fun in just their learning period. So science experiments, we did a old school field day, um, which was really fun. But I try and make sure that I ask them, what would you like to do today with mommy? Mm-hmm. So they know that that's the thing that they're doing with mommy. And my husband does the same. He um, He's our PE teacher slash principal. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can see that. I can see it. <laughs> yes, he's the PE teacher slash principal. And he... It's, it has been great. I also want to say that having him home because he can see what I'm teaching them. And because his background is in education, he was a professor before he decided to go into the industry. Mm-hmm. So he knows how to educate. So he's been able to say, hey, I'm latest foundation a little bit stronger or help guide me because normally it's me just getting up and doing this work. So having him home has helped me become a better teacher because he can see firsthand what I'm teaching them and can help me find ways to improve and make sure they understand. So those are some of the things that we do. I love that. Laura, how um, for, for parents just starting out, whether they want to do homeschooling or whether they just want to supplement during this time, how can they reach out and build their community uh, so they can, you know, have help? Yeah, I'm glad you asked that question. I know, um, and within my circle, a lot of people refer to the superwoman as the Proverbs 31 woman, right? And so one thing that they don't point out, because if you read that verse, you can almost skip over it. She had servants. She had help. And I think a lot of times people don't realize that she was able to accomplish all that she was able to accomplish because she had help. And so my advice is to not find people that are just as busy as you are, but to find people that are willing to help. There are people that are willing to read a book to your child on Zoom and to do a science project with your child via Zoom. If you can't, if you know that your schedule is full, ask for help. I created that whole page where if you need help, you go on there. Hey, does anyone know how to? And that page has been so instrumental in people getting resources because I don't have all the answers, but I know together we can make things happen. So the first thing is just ask, solicit help. Stop being a martyr in your home all alone. <laughs> yes. You have to do it and say, look, I'm struggling. And it takes you being vulnerable and it takes you being willing to accept the help that's out there. And you in your and in your group, learning together with Laura Gathers, yes. mm-hmm. are some of those resources there? And are people doing that, like reading? Yes, books? they are. Okay. If whatever. I have yet to ask someone to help. Even um, kids who had speech delays, uh-huh. I, have, I have speech pathologists in that group that are giving wow. kids things that they can do at home. Counselors are in that group to help kids cope. Whatever you need, whatever resources you're looking for, someone has always risen to the occasion to help out yeah so as as a a mom and a dad you and your husband what are you doing together outside of the kids 
um, in order to kind of separate from the day as well, because we do, yeah, we do need to have those times and you're with them all day. And so for you, especially, but I know you, you know, you want to spend time with your husband too. So give us some tips to kind (laughs) of separate the day from our children and have some me time and move forward. So unlike most moms, uh, I I feel like the oddball in most of those conversations, I want my man all to myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not sharing him with those kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now. But, but I do, and I do think that's important. We have decided, like, we tell our kids, this is mommy and daddy time. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going upstairs to watch a movie with daddy, or mommy and daddy are going down to the basement to work out together. Don't you come down here. <laughs> you don't need <laughs> us. <laughs> you are fine. You are fed. You have everything that you need. Don't you come down here bothering us. Mm -hmm. And so we have decided to set boundaries and to protect the time that we have with each other every day. One thing that my husband um, has convinced me to do (laughs) is to work out with him four to five days a week. But I actually enjoy that time Mm -hmm. now. Now, I'm not going to lie. I act like I enjoyed it at the beginning. (laughs) But now I do enjoy that time. And we've been catching up on shows, finding new shows to watch, just laughing, playing games. what is it? Phase 10. So just finding new things to do and enjoy each other or just simply talking and laughing. It's just, it's just fun to be booed up. I'm so glad. Look, it's important to marry a person that you want to be quarantined with. Think about that before you get married. You cannot be quarantined with this person. And if the answer is no, then do not walk down that aisle or however you're going to get married. (laughs) Well, I appreciate all of these tips. Al, did you have Anything else that you wanted to ask or say before um, we close I think, out? I think that was that was that was it. Um, I really appreciate how you approach this. That you yeah. know, trying to address that stigma of what homeschooling really looks like, because uh, I think a lot of people think it has to be structured. I have to do it on my own, and I think one of the the major things that you said that in the culture that we're in right now is vulnerability. Yeah. Like people do not see that as a as a, a, a characteristic of power, but it actually is. Yes. And during this quarantine time or any other time, we have to, you know, be vulnerable. It's okay to be vulnerable and ask for help. Yeah. I, I, re- I really love how you just gave us grace, yeah. honestly, because, yes. you know, people need somebody sometimes to give it to them, like to say it's okay. Mm-hmm. And I, I think hearing that for some of the moms and dads who will be homeschooling, um, and then realizing that, like Al said, it's not 100% the same thing as homeschooling. So you do still have lessons coming from the schools. And so taking advantage of that, but not being overwhelmed with, oh, they got to be on school all line, all, yes. I mean, all day. And just having some grace, having some fun, remembering they're your children. You know, it's, it's awesome. And then taking that time with you and your husband. And if a person is not married, having their me time at the end of the day and it's okay for their children to be off give them something to do i think you mentioned coloring or some sort of an a fun activity maybe working on a science project whatever it is and just breathing um so all of those tips are awesome like i don't know if you could tell my countenance but i'm like (laughs) (laughs) like smiling like this this was good. This was very feel good. And um, I'm excited for people to go check you out. So tell us once again, 
how to follow you on all social media and things of that nature. So if you want to follow me for marriage coaching tips, you can go to Love Harder Marriage Coaching on Instagram and Facebook. If you want some educational tips, you go to Learning Together with Laura Gathers. That's a Facebook group. It's Learning Together with Laura Gathers. And for consulting is normally by referral only, but um, you can reach out to Kimberly or Al and they can connect you with me. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we thank you for coming. It has been a pleasure. And anything you want to say, I always like to give, you know, give you an opportunity to (laughs) before I close out, because I know sometimes somebody will have a thought like, oh, I didn't get to say that. So we'll give you the floor and then I'll do the official close. Yes. Thank thank you again, Laura, for coming on. Um, We really appreciate, you know, just coming on and helping us decrease some of this anxiety with the time that we're in. And Guys, she is an excellent resource. Um, I would definitely reach out to her, especially during this time, uh, especially for marriage. Uh, I can't, I can't stress that enough because if you are married, this homeschooling and educating your kids, having a great foundation in your marriage can make a world of a difference. And again, to that vulnerability, you, you don't have to do it on your own, especially if you're married. You do not have to do it on your own. So let's lean on each other. And make sure that we are approaching this thing as a collaborative uh, community type effort. Amen. Kimberly, I would love to welcome you to our homeschool life. Anytime you're ready, just, you know, give oh, me a call and I'll be like, come on, Kimberly, I will connect you. <laughs> no, but do what's best for your family and know that there are <laughs> options for homeschooling. You don't, yeah. it doesn't have to be as full time. It can be on as hands-on as you want it to be. So, yeah. No, I appreciate that. the invitation. <laughs> I'm going to go join the group for okay. sure. And I, I do want to stay in touch. So I appreciate that invitation. Don't be surprised uh-huh. <laughs> when you hear from me. <laughs> but you guys, thank you for joining us on the Coffee and Collaborations podcast. Thank you to our host and my co-host. Um, go follow us, coffeeandcollaborations.com. And we're on all social media at Coffee and Collaborations. Check us out on YouTube at Coffee and Collaborations Media. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited. I know it's a time that that's not a word that many people are using, but I am because we get the opportunity to learn in this time. We get the opportunity to learn how to do things a little bit different. Uh, we get the opportunity to connect with our families in a new way. And I could be woe is me and focus on the negative, but I think we all prefer to try to focus on the positive because negative is there. It's there. So why not bring some light to what feels like a dark situation every day of your life, whether it's COVID-19 or, you know, anything else. Um, and so I choose to be a light and I challenge you to do the same. Be a light for your own circumstance and your situations, especially now that you will be home longer with your children. Uh, they need to see that and feel that light as well. So you don't have to have the coffee but you have to have the collaboration. That is essential to your win. Thank you for joining us. We will see you next time on Coffee and Collaborations Podcast. Bye.